0: You're listening to the CZ of Movies My name's Colin on the C Join me as ever is Zijan the Z Hello Zijan
1: Hello Colin Can you uh, explain to me in one sentence How much you hate Little Women? <laughs>
0: um, I despise Little Women um, It is possibly my least favourite book of all time
1: Least nope. favourite of all time? No,
0: no, it's not true It's my second least favourite My least favourite yeah. book is Orlando by Virginia Woolf um, of the books that I've finished, although uh, if American li- <laughs> American listeners are listening, um, Little Women is published in two volumes in this country: Little Women and Good Wives. And uh, I've just read the first half, I guess, but there's no way I'm reading this one. Uh, it's it's terrible characterization. It's it's uh, um, horrific kind of sort of homilies. It's uh, awful awful characters, and, and it's, it's just it's just so uh, I've written about this on my blog recently, which might be where you've come across it, Suzanne. Yes, I did. Yeah, But it just seems to be a load of lessons for girls to learn and characters who, rather than demonstrating that they are kind or or selfish or whatever, will just say it.
1: Because that's how it's done. Oh, dear. Anyway,
0: (laughs) um, a lot of people love little women and and more power to them, but uh, not for me. Not for me. Zijan, you're reading Wheel of Time.
1: I am reading the Wheel of Time series uh, at the end of book four right now. and Book four of 14. For those who mm. don't know, everyone keeps asking me, Oh, look, like, oh, what, what's this we are reading? They say, This is book four, 14, yeah, it's a thousand pages, <laughs> They're pretty long, They're pr- pretty, long.
0: They're pretty long. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. You see, just this is for all the listeners who think we only watch films, we also read books, we have other hobbies too. There you go. Um, today we're talking about Bill and Ted Face the Music, the long awaited uh sequel in the Bill and Ted uh, franchise, I guess the, the capping of the trilogy. Yeah, um, we're also looking at films of Jodie Foster, we've got a quiz. On Francis Ford Coppola, and much, much, much more. More. We start as we always do with some news, Diogenes. What's going on in the world of movies?
1: Ah, uh, very sad news indeed. Uh, this COVID thing is still happening and still out there. And what? COVID? Our... <laughs> COVID's
0: still happening. Oh Matt and I was out licking, licking front doors today.
1: Well, in Bristol, it should be fine still until <laughs> all, not too bad, yes. Yeah, until Wales starts coming into you know Wales is <laughs> not far from Bristol. Newport isn't far from Bristol. So or later, the outbreak will happen. This is like a zombie apocalypse film, Colin. You, oh, yeah. better, b- <laughs> you better block your, your borders. Block the bridge.
0: We should, well, the suspension bridge. We need, yes, to, of we need to close Go to it. It's not the suspension bridge. it's probably the not suspension bridge. It's more the um, whatever the bridge is called. Oh, don't the, bridge.
1: Don't let the virus through.
0: Hmm. Smart. Smart. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 are you saying that COVID is currently contained in Wales?
1: Well, that's what the news are telling me, right. at least. <laughs> right. We we should learn from all zombie apocalypse films, anyway. Call it. This is this is what we've trained for. After watching Shaun of the Dead.
0: Yeah, like I say is- It's not a it's not a genre I'm very familiar with. <laughs> I've, I've seen Shaun of the Dead, and uh, I've seen the trailers for several of this, So. Uh, um but yes it, it doesn't just mean um the welsh will come rampaging through bristol uh, it also <laughs> means black widow has to push back again to,
1: again yeah i know so it was due in october i think this year uh, after being pushed from may this year and now it will be may next year may, next may year. the 7th to be exist to, uh, to be exact 2021 um and then the eternals uh which was Due to come out this year, December, is now pushed to November of next year as well. Which kind of shuffled the, um, the timeline of the Marvel movies release, which uh, to a few people is a little bit surprising. Because uh, they do tend to link from one to another mm. because it was originally supposed to be Black Widow, Eternals, Shang-Chi. Now it's Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and then the Eternals. And that is
0: interesting, yeah. Um, and I mean, we still don't really know what it's going to mean for the TV series, Which so um, we know that WandaVision's coming this year.
1: The trailer um, looks amazing for that, though, no,
0: Yeah, way. it looks so good. That was, the, that was the one I was most excited about, anyway. Um, but yeah, the, the assumption was the TV series were going to tie into the films, although, I mean, Eternals in particular is very kind of out there in space, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and uh, therefore not necessarily as linked to uh, some of the TV series, but... Actually that's not true.
1: They are based on Earth. They are but they're from space. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't
0: know that. Okay. In which case who knows what's going on. Uh they uh I know we don't talk T V in this podcast very often, but um it's probably worth mentioning that Nick Fury is gonna get a, a Disney Plus series apparently. Um and which was a little bit of a surprise. And uh and She Hulk has been cast. So it's all happening in the uh Yes, uh, in the Marvel TV series.
1: Tashana Maslani, I can't pronounce it mm. properly. Yo, I
0: thought it was very good and stronger. I think that's the only thing I've seen her in.
1: She's also more well known for *Often Black*. Yes, which I the have seen. the TV series where she plays uh, multiple characters uh, because she has multiple clones in it, uh, mm. which may, may we may work for she hawk given that. Uh, Distinct. Well, that's not true. She Hulk and um, her, her alter ego, Gen- Jennifer Waters, are basically the same character, really. They, yeah. There's no like Meek and Bruce Banner like with Hulk. Uh, so
0: I thought, I thought she was stuck as She Hulk. Does, does she move back and forth?
1: Uh, she prefers to be stuck in the She Hulk form, really. Right. Because it gives her a lot more confidence.
0: <laughs> but she's not angry, she's just. Good she's at just.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's very good at lore.
0: Yeah, I do wonder, though, in the TV series whether they really want to have her in big and green the whole time. They might. Um... Mm. This might, might reduce that. Um, this this piece of news is on this piece of news I'm about to mention. Um, actually, before I go into that, just a bit more on COVID. I, what, what what I think is odd now actually is, is the films that haven't been moved. Um, uh-huh. So you still still got Dune coming out at Christmas, aren't we? I hope um, so.
1: I'm looking forward to that. That's
0: what was, what what just got moved to Christmas Day? Or oh, maybe that was Black Widow and they got moved again. But there's, there's still a few big films that are supposed to be coming out.
1: Uh, Our Soul is
0: still coming out this year. When's Wonder Woman? Is that Christmas Day? Ah. That that, that was it. That was Christmas Day. So, uh, who knows? Who knows at the moment? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Tenet has not done well, really, has it? Um,
1: Yeah, no surprises there being released. And and right now, now I I go to the cinema webpage and they're still showing like 20 screenings of Tenet per day. Right. So. Still
0: desperately trying to claw in. But um, I I I have now been to the Cinema three times, I guess you have as well. Um, yep. s- since they reopened and and they've been very quiet every time.
1: Um, it's a shame um, now.
0: Yeah, and I can understand I can understand it. But yeah, it's gonna be a while before we're back to normal. <laughs> uh this this is a piece of news is that I think actually happened before our last episode, but I forgot to mention it. Uh, yep. but it's such a momentous piece of piece of news that I wanted to bring it up. Um have you seen Rocky Four?
1: No, is this the one with Milo Ventimiglia?
0: Uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> he, no, he's in Rocky, Bamba. I've not um, seen any Rocky films, Colin. You've not seen any Rocky films, did you? No,
1: I've only seen the ones with him not being.
0: Oh, you've seen Creed? <laughs> yes, certainly. <laughs> of course. Well, Ro- um, well, Rocky 4 is the one where he fights the Russian, even Drago, who came back in Creed 2. Um, and some people absolutely love it. It's got some great montages. Um, I've always hated the robot so this kind of rocky was this story about a download boxer and and triumph against adversity and what kind of working class man pulling his way through and by the fourth film rocky was buying his friend paulie a a robot that then fell in love with paulie it was horrendous Um, (laughs) (laughs) rocky 4 maybe i'll watch it now (laughs) rocky 4 apparently is getting a director's cut which is going to remove the robot and I am delighted. <laughs> um, Sliced Stallone. Uh, well, he says, director's cut. I mean, he didn't direct that one, but um, maybe... No, maybe he did direct that one. No, he did, didn't he? Anyway, um, I guess he's the one who's doing the cut anyway. Uh, this has caused mixed reactions. Some people love the robot. Those people are idiots. Um, some people, like me, are delighted. Will this tempt you, in, tempt you into the rocky world, or would you be more likely to watch it with the robot? I want to watch it with the
1: robot. Come on, Colin. <laughs> All right. Anything's better with robots, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Everything's better with robots, is it? A bold claim. A bold claim. <laughs> you know, haven't
1: you seen Twelve Angry Men, Colin? Would it be better if Jury Number Eleven was a robot?
0: It probably would, actually. It probably would <laughs> right. You're
1: right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Madonna yep. will be directing her own biopic for Universal. And writing, yeah, while sharing writing with Diablo yeah. Cody. Oh, well, the Diablo Cody. I don't know that. Who's okay. most well known for Juno, which is a very really good screenplay, uh, to be honest. She, didn't she? She won a loss, didn't she, for Juno? You know, maybe. I can't remember what she did by not, but it's Juno's a very good screenplay. So, um yeah, Madonna um, has claimed that nobody knows what I know and what I've seen. Yes, right. <laughs> only I can tell my story. So, yeah, um, good, good on you, Madonna. Is she?
0: Is she going to be playing herself as well? Do you think?
1: I don't think so. I hope not.
0: I hope not. I mean this. Madonna's directorial career has been uneven, shall we say. Um, I've, I must confess I've not seen her films, but they're not widely regarded as good. In um, her acting career? Her acting career, she uh, hit and miss. I think people liked her in Evita, I believe. Yeah, yep. she um, was pretty good in Evita. She was good in A League of Their Own, um, which is a baseball movie, which I recommend. I have not seen her in anything else, I don't think.
1: She's usually in, uh, well, her other roles are mostly in her ex-husband's um, films, right? Was she? What yeah, Well, yeah. well she he directed Swept Away, didn't Yes, it? exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, which was apparently terrible. But um, yeah, I, I know that music biopics are the, are the thing these days, but I mean, people complain when biopics are kind of too clean cut, they're not doing the whole warts and all thing. I suspect if you're writing your own one, and directing it. You're not going to make yourself the bad guy, are you?
1: No. But I, I, well, given how how well people received Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, yeah, as, I mean, as now well as Rocket Man, um, yeah, she can make it a bit darker if she wants to, and obviously Madonna has a lot of. Well, I would rather see a Madonna film than a Boy George film anytime. <laughs> Put uh, it
0: Boy George seems to be your yardstick of, uh, <laughs> of but, musical ball fiction. He really is, that, though. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be watching this one. But uh, and again, Diablo Cody, although Juno is wonderful, um, hasn't hasn't necessarily uh, hit that same vein again. Yeah, uh, you're right. Mm. Um, speaking of films, I'm probably not going to bother seeing. Um, we can get a, there's, there's a Tom Moore biopic coming, Captain Tom Moore. You might know him as the hundred year old who walked around his garden. Ah, uh, a lot. They're making a biopic of him, apparently.
1: Oh, nice. Good um, for them.
0: It seems that, so obviously he was a soldier. Uh, I did see someone on Twitter suggesting that he co-owned, what was it? He co-owned something with, with Clement Freud. Uh, I don't know if they made that up. Um, so who knows what this story is going to be about. This feels like a kind of a, it's going to be like a tea-time British drama. Uh, kind of undemanding, low-budget. Sit down on a Sunday afternoon and watch it. I could be wrong. I don't think it's going to be a gritty uh, uh Savage portrayal
1: of war. Um, back to more uh, comic book movie news. Uh, Ant Man Three, which is part of the Marvel lineup, um, mm-hmm. we've got a new casting. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Majors uh, has been cast as Kang the Conqueror, mm. um, who is a big villain in uh, the Marvel comics. And Colin will want me to explain who he is.
0: Well, I'm assuming he's related to William the Conqueror because they got the same surname. Is yes. that right? No. No? No. Was he William is. the Conqueror on your life in the UK
1: test? Yes. So, um. Everything I was to- on the life in the UK test. I want
0: you to tell me about Ken the Conqueror, but I also want you to tell me about William the Conqueror. <laughs>
1: um, so, Ken the Conqueror was uh, born Nathaniel Richards. As a clue there. In relation to Reed Richards? He, yeah, there's a, there's a suspicion that he's a descendant of uh, Reed Richards Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four okay. uh, he was born in the 31st century so he could right. be yeah there was, uh, he could be a descendant of anyone as well <laughs> like mm. there, there was speculation he could be a descendant of Doctor Doom which okay. uh, um, you know came, came that was uh, Zizhan if
0: he's so. born in the 31st century how will his life at all interact with Ant-Man a character from the 21st century
1: I know right well Kang the Conqueror is well known <laughs> for using Time travel.
0: I see yes he didn't just fight it like a, a thousand-year-old.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, that probably isn't. But well, the thing is, um, the last Avengers film, Avengers Endgame, introduced time travel. Yes. Into the Marvel universe, and when time travel comes into the Marvel universe, Kang the Conqueror comes into the Marvel universe. Here we go, uh, yeah. He's uh, yeah, um, he's one of the big bads out there. Like um, he he doesn't have any special powers or abilities of his own, but he just has a lot of futuristic tech which okay. uh, obviously um, gives him, makes him a lot more powerful than um, any of the superheroes right now.
0: So do you think this is a um, one-and-done villain or do you think this is going to affect the, the MCU in a bigger way? Or no oh idea.
1: I think it would be very odd to have Kang the Conqueror as a minor villain, especially right. given Ant-Man isn't like one of the big hitters out there. Hmm. So, you know... And they are not really, like, um, mortal enemies in the comics either. Right. Although Kang, Kang is mostly tied with the Fantastic Four, based on the name alone, really. Mm. Um, it could stem as an introduction of the Fantastic Four. Okay. Into the Marvel Universe. Uh, but, yeah, um, who knows? Because, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the MCU films
0: in general, but ant uh, in particular, I think, has been criticised for this kind of spring in a villain and then they're killing them off. So, uh, I mean or not necessarily killing them but I mean you had a yellow jacket you had a ghost or whatever she was yep um, uh, yeah I don't think either of us were terribly impressed by Ant-Man of the Wasp so it'd be no, interesting to see they uh,
1: and William the Conqueror Uh you're someone okay the any, British are famous any, for any battles he fought in Hastings, 1066. Hastings,
0: very good. Very good.
1: <laughs> because the UK is only in no, uh, only likes years ending with 66. That's right. I don't think they like the years, though. Like, 1666 is a pretty shitty year. But yeah.
0: But then, 1966, um, the year we won the World Cup, is was a lot better. There's the big three. Um, Kerry Mulligan is going to be playing uh, Leonard Bernstein's wife uh, opposite Bradley Cooper as Leonard Bernstein. You see, I've gone from Bernstein to Bernstein in the course of that sentence. Yep, I noticed uh, that. I think our, our American friends quite often say Steen, and in this country we quite often say Stein, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I think this, this, that'd be an interesting pairing. I think Kerry Mulligan is too good to just play the, the wife of character if it's going to be a uh, background role, that doesn't do a lot. So I'm hoping that there's more to it than that.
1: They had a very good love story. I was, yeah, I was reading about it, like they... It is a twenty-five-year marriage, a love story that spends thirty years. They have two kids as well. Uh, mm. Yeah, I'm not sure what kind of conflict Leonard Bernstein has uh, gone through. It, it may make for a very underwhelming film. Otherwise, um, given mm. like, what first man is, uh, as you said, yeah, the, right. the lack of any conflict, I think doesn't make a very good film.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't look at this guy making these great musicals.
1: Yep,
0: and oh. that's it. Okay, cool. Full stop. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, but I mean Bradley Cooper from Kerry Mulligan. Off the top of my head, I don't think they've worked together before. I could be wrong, um, but that's, that seems like a good pairing. If I came on, she's supposed to have a film out this year called um, Promising Young Woman, which looked really good, but COVID has knocked it out. I don't know when it's coming.
1: Stupid It's Stupid COVID. Ah. Um, you know about the very uh, fun Nicolas Cage film that I've always been telling, putting on this podcast.
0: I saw this story and I thought, "No, I'll leave it for Zian." <laughs> he's the uh, the official sponsor of the Nicolas Cage movie.
1: Well, <laughs> he, like today, I just found out that Nicolas Cage was the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola. Yes, yeah, yeah. and he changed his surname as well.
0: He did. He, he uh, to name himself after Luke Cage. That's not true. That's true. No, he, Is it he really? It's a huge comic book fan. Uh, his yeah. son is called Kalel, uh, and he named he chose his name Nick Cage after Luke Cage.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, speaking of this uh, very famous uh, upcoming Nicolas Cage film where he plays every one of his characters, mm-hmm. uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, yeah. uh, Tiffany Hellish is joining it along with Pedro Pascal. Oh, good cast. Good mm-hmm. cast. Yeah, so. Uh especially since we're going to see Nicholas Cage again in many of his multitudes of characters. There is a rumour going on, by the way, that he is going to show and appear in the Flash film. Alright. Yep.
0: Uh, is is anything in particular? Or just a oh, Superman. You think he's gonna be Superman. Oh, that makes sense. It's a Flashpoint Superman. Oh yeah. i would go for that, yeah, why not? <laughs> he's of course obviously well as we you'll be well aware, he voiced Superman in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Um
1: And he also was auditioning or almost casted as Superman back in the nineties, early nineties. Yeah,
0: was it going to be JJ on Superman Flyby? Maybe I'm getting my different
1: Superman (laughs) films mixed up. But uh. But I appreciate that you can find on the internet, you can see it. There's a picture of a young Nicholas Cage wearing a Superman outfit. There
0: is, there is with um with kind of shoulder length hair. Yes. Oh, that's fun. Uh, Yeah, this Flashpoint film. I think there's a lot of lot of stuff they could do with that. Um, It sounds intriguing. We thought musical biopics was the big new trend, but I think maybe films about stuntmen is actually the new trend. Um, Everyone loved Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to the extent they gave him an Oscar. Uh, Ryan Gosling would be playing a stuntman in a film for David Leitch with a script by Drew Pearce. Now, I don't know much about stuntmen, really, but are they usually as good-looking as Brad Pitt in Ryan Gosling?
1: They have to look the part, though, right? Well, at least they 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 have to be built a certain way. Yeah, to be able yeah. to really perform the stunts.
0: Sure, dance. I it's mean, I guess really... the body, but quite often you see pictures of stuntmen with their with their actual like the other people they're doing stunts for, and it's kind of like a um, movie star good looks, and then a guy who looks <laughs> regular but almost almost like that. Anyway, Ryan Gosling, he's going to be jumping off
1: buildings and he's going to yeah. be a stuntman. We don't know much about the film yet.
0: Nothing much really. I'm uh, I'm assuming it's something that's gonna involve action. But Drew Pierce is good. Um, he's he's done some great uh shows. He uh, I'm trying to think the I'm trying to think um which one's Drew Pierce. Uh which one, 'cause I'm getting mixed up with Drew Goddard sometimes. But he, he's he always does Christmassy type things, I think. Drew mm-hmm. Pierce if I've not mixed up with someone else which is very possible in which case next week's or next time's Things Colin Got wrong segment will be all about Drew Pierce
1: well it'll be finding me back again after such a long it's been a while I haven't got anything wrong while. for so long <laughs> uh, Um, and my last bit of news is that uh, apparently Zack Snyder has already reunited the whole Justice League cast again to film the to film new cutscenes to be fit into his 4 hour limited series on HBO really? Max really
0: Yep. I, th- I thought they were just doing voice work Okay Yep mm.
1: well, There you go So if you're interested in that uh, And I am Cautiously Interested in that I'm,
0: so. Yeah I'm more interested than optimistic I don't think it'll be good But I'm interested to see it Yes um, I have one more piece of news isn't it? It's about football uh, <sighs> I know I know But it's also about um, Why can't you have like Other
1: hobbies Colin <laughs>
0: Um, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I love the football. Um, Wolves are playing tonight, anyway. Uh, Ryan Reynolds apparently is um, in a consortium to buy Wrexham. Um, what? I just, so Wrexham is a is a Welsh town. They have a football team that is in, I think, the um, just below the league, just below league football. I think it's in the fifth division, probably. And apparently, Ryan Reynolds, some guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, maybe others, are buying are buying them.
1: How is this a movie news?
0: Because Ryan Reynolds is an actor.
1: Okay, next Isn't section is the to, see or or to see or not to see. When we discuss, <laughs> <laughs> when we look at films that uh, someone has seen and someone not to see. I don't know how to do this. How do you do this? You we look at that
0: films then. that someone has seen and someone not to see. What on earth are you talking <laughs> about? I have clearly not done this before.
1: You always do the introduction.
0: I do. We move on to our next segment, to see or not to see. When we talk about films that we have seen and tell you, the listener, whether you should see them or not Zed them. Is that what you're trying to say?
1: Yay! <laughs> Exactly oh, that.
0: Okay. What am I calling
1: it? C J, have you been seeing a film? Or
0: have you not been seeing a
1: film? <laughs> so, um, I saw the new Netflix film. Yeah, that's the thing. Though once, <laughs> once the, the cinemas run out of new films to watch, I've started looking up more films on Netflix to watch. Mm. And I saw The Devil All the Time. All oh. right. So the film starring Tom Holland, uh, Robert Pattinson, Sebastian Stan. Uh, Bill Skarsgård and Jason Clarke, among many others. Mm. Um, a lot of them playing against type as well. Um, you you pleased to know. Um, oh, yes. So, The Devil All the Time is about a psychological thriller set in rural small-town America. Uh, it looks at small-town life and religion. I, I'm, the, the name The Devil All the Time comes mm. from... Um, uh, people saying you pray away the devil all the time when okay. you do that. Um, so it has a lot to do with uh church in small town USA. Um, yeah, it is the kind of film that I would tend to choose to watch on Netflix, but the cast was intriguing, yeah. uh, given who's in it. Um, yeah, so it follows like several characters um, who seem to be disparate at first, but then converges into the climax at the end, if that makes sense. Like... Um, you just follow different characters doing their own thing. Right. Yeah. Are they
0: all playing American now?
1: They all play American, yeah. Okay. I just realised all the people people. I named are not American, apart from Sebastian Stan. (laughs) I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Southern American as well. Um, So I thought the film uh, did that thing very nicely. Like, you know, you follow everyone, uh, everyone's plot well, and then you know, it conjures just well in the end. Mm. Um, I I enjoy seeing them play against their type. Um, I couldn't recognize Sebastian Stan for a bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a double take on that, and it, it's very good to see them doing something different apart from what I'm. You know, I know them more of. And yeah, oh yeah, I think it's a pretty good film. It's quite violent, so I don't right. know whether you like watching. So is it is a horror? I thought it was a horror, but is no, it not? it's a horror. It's a horror. Okay, it's uh, it's. Um, no, there's no horror, yeah. horrific elements whatsoever. Mm. Uh, but it can be quite violent. I would say, right? Mm. Very, very good cast. Um, I think my only pet peeve in this film is that uh, there's a there's a narrator in the film. All right. There's a narrator in the film which doesn't need a narrator, and the narrator bugs me. Like every, you know, sometimes it would be nice to just let us see things happen right. rather than just let the narrator. Explain what the guy is thinking.
0: He does sometimes feel like it's making up a shortfalls in the uh, in the script. Isn't it? Exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly, which which annoys me a bit. But I thought it was a decent film. I'll give it like a uh, seven out of ten. Okay, mm. okay,
0: that's pretty good. Uh, I've also been watching Netflix. I watched Inola uh, Holmes.
1: Ah, uh, oh, that's what I'm going to watch next week.
0: Mm. Uh, okay, so it uh, stars Millie Bobby Brown as the title character. Inola Holmes is based on a series of children's books. I think children's books or maybe teenage um about Sherlock Holmes's younger sister, uh, which is who does she exist? Uh, well, no, Sherlock Holmes isn't real, is No, oh. I
1: know, I know that bit. Does she <laughs> uh, exist in the original
0: not, canon? She's not in the Arthur Conan Doyle books, as far as I'm aware. I don't think she's mentioned at all. But uh, but no, so, so the series of books. Sherlock, it's weird on my Sherlock Holmes is in the public domain as long as you do various things. So apparently, the, the estate are suing them because they feel that they've used various thing, characteristics that are only present in some books that they've still got the rights to or some nonsense. But okay. Anyway, uh, but no, this is um, Sherlock and Mycroft are both supporting characters in this film, played by Henry Cavill and Sam Claflin, uh, respectively. Uh, she is also a kind of a detective, although she, she's 16 uh, in this film, although in the books apparently 14, but they, they age her up a little bit. Uh, and her mother, played by Helena Bonham Carter, has gone missing, so she wants to track her down. Mm. And she's left various codes and things were. i I saw this described in The Times this weekend as being, um, or Millie Bobby Brown, being the first crossover social media film star. And that confused me. Now, Zijan, you and I are old, I think it's fair to say. Yes. And therefore don't necessarily understand social media stars. But to me, Millie Bobby Brown is the girl from Stranger Things.
1: Yep, exactly. To so, me as well.
0: In my to my in my head, she's crossed over from being in a Netflix T V series to being in a Netflix film, which doesn't seem that much of a huge uh move. Uh however, apparently she's huge on the social media as well. I did have a look on her Instagram. She's got a lot of Instagram followers. Oh. So there you go. Um a lot of this is direct to camera, so she she will um I I've not seen Fleabag, but I think it's I think someone from Fleabag's involved and it's quite a Similar like she's talking to the audience, yeah, uh, in the middle of scenes and things. Like that. And I think she, Millie Run is really uh, good at that. I think very captivating um, when she's doing that, and brings a lot of energy to the role. I don't think she's a brilliant actor, uh, so there are there are scenes that are a little bit undercooked. Um, I liked Henry Cavill a lot as, as Sherlock. He's not in this a lot, mm. um, and if they do, they, they clearly want to do more. In fact, I think the director said he wants to do five or something. Oh, wow. Uh, there are a lot of books in the series, I believe. But uh, I would like to see more of Sherlock in it, I think. I think pairing off Henry Cavill and, and Melibor Brown as this kind of crime solving brother and sister, or, or maybe he, uh, some sort of dynamic where she's doing it, he doesn't really want to get involved, or whatever else, w- would be more interesting than, than what we got. Um, so it's, again, it's not bad. Uh, it-, it was a pleasant way to pass the time so I, I found myself increasingly kind of on my phone during the film not, not not picking a good sign uh, there's also a have a lot of feminist lectures um in it which uh my friend mills who is a woman uh, said this so i feel i'm okay in saying it as well but it's a lot about women can do all sorts of things and don't do us down it's like yeah we get it just go and do those things uh yeah anyway so uh, yeah worth a watch okay but, uh only because it's free. Um, <laughs> we move on then to our main segment of the day, uh, which is Bill and Ted Face the Music. Bill and Ted 3. Zijian, tell us more about uh, the background to this film.
1: Well, for those who do not know, uh, Bill and Ted are played by Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves, respectively. Um, Thanks for saying
0: respectively, because I, to be honest, it's true I, I, it's, I believe you But I, I love Bill and Ted But I could not tell you Which one was which. <laughs> <It's not laughs> I'm tough. pretty
1: sure Alex Winter is Bill And Ken Reeves is Ted um, Anyway um, They uh, They were well known In the early 90s When the first film came out Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure um, When they went Into a time travelling uh, Telephone booth um, To prepare for To help them prepare For their history exam Mm-hmm. Because they need to, because in the future, these two were meant to write a song that will save the world. So the future uh, sent them uh, help to pass their history test so that they can go on to save the world.
0: Yes, it's a, it's a almost a, bit of a sliding doors moment. I guess where if if they pass this test, all well, be If they don't, one of them is being sent to military school.
1: Ah, yes. So they need to keep them together. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: so that's the uh, in the first film yeah I, I probably should give it back out the first film anyway because it makes the first two films anyway because this is the third film of yes the, yeah. the end of the trilogy really so in the first films like uh, in the first film they'll go back in time and then they'll pick up people like uh, Beethoven and yeah. Joan of Arc and Napoleon Socrates <laughs> Socrates, so um, i Freud and sure. as oh, well yes. among yes. many people and then yeah they brought them to the present. And in the presence, I mean, early maybe 1990s. Genghis Khan. I think Genghis Khan. Was. Yeah, Genghis Khan appeared. Yeah, you're yeah. correct. Um, yeah, and, they, and
0: then, they, they wreak havoc in a in a in a mall.
1: Yes. Mm. Um. Yeah, and th- this Bill and Ted are basically two stoner dudes. Anyway, um, their characterization is basically two guys who are just slackers and yeah, like to play yeah. their music in their dad's garage. But, and. They have a way of saying things and putting things like excellent, mm. the most excellent time, Most excellent,
0: yes. Be excellent to each other. Yeah, no a yeah, awesome. lot of things. So
1: they have a lot of quirks and people enjoyed the first film a lot. So the sequel came about uh, Bill and Ted's uh, bogus adventure? Journey. Bogus Journey. Uh, bogus Journey. So I've not seen this film, Colin, so hmm. you can probably fill in the blanks for me.
0: Yeah, I have seen it only once. I didn't like it. Um, so... It, some people will regard it as being the better of the two but, but not me um, they go to heaven they go to hell um, they encounter death uh, and befriend him who, who looks like the kind of classic Ingmar Berman uh, death but is, is kind of played for laughs uh, I don't remember a huge amount other than they, again they play around with time travel so there's a whole lot of we've locked you in this cage because we went in the future we'll go and get the key and put it under this stone and all, all this kind of stuff so um, quite, quite, it is quite funny in that respect but I just for me the first film had this kind of purity of okay two slacker dudes who are going back in time to find historical characters and you've got this whole thing about they're going to write the song that saves the world but it doesn't actually play into the plot a great deal it's kind of a more of an aspirational thing whereas when you suddenly make that into um, we're going to heaven and hell it becomes a whole weirder thing going on I mean the first one was pretty weird I suppose but it bends the rules outside of um, what makes uh, a, a good story, in my view, so, yeah.
1: hmm. And now we have the third film, which is uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. It's set in 2020, um, and Bill and Ted have failed to write this song that will unite the world, <laughs> and time mm-hmm. and space are beginning to collapse, so that's the premise of the, the, the film. Uh, their wives are unhappy, they are brought into the future again, uh, when they're told that they have till 7.17pm 7, to write the song. Um, which in this film, I think, is the same as same time as the runtime of the film because it counts down. I'm pretty sure. certain it's the same. I'm, I'm not too sure I didn't count it down properly. But. There
0: was one bit where they said something like, "Oh, that means we've got 55 minutes to go," wasn't it? Yes. But um, is that um, not true? Could, uh, I think. Well, if I remember rightly, in that scene, you couldn't see their face. Well, I reckon it was ADR in later, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, to make to make the time correct. It's uh, sort kind of like just shown the back of the head. Ah, oh,
1: that um, makes sense. Yeah, that
0: makes sense. I do wonder whether they got them to say like 12 different times and just use <laughs> the <names
1: correctly. laughs> yeah. just, just to make sure they match the right time of the film. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: obviously, they, well, obviously they, 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 their daughters are in this as well. They've named their daughters after each other. <laughs> as they do, Il, yeah. Billy and Thea, uh, who are two, 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 two well, teenage girls who are, Exactly. fairly similar to Bill and Ted they've mo- <laughs> they they they've aped their, their way of speaking uh, and as you say their wives who are in fact from the first film, albeit as different actresses um, they are I can't remember the century, let's say 17th century but mm. it's probably not, uh, princesses that they have rescued in their time travelling yes um, as ever when we do this we will do non-spoilers and then we'll do spoilers, I guess there's kind of spoilers in this but not huge mm. spoilers Uh, Having seen... You've seen the first one, right? I've seen the first one, yeah. Uh, I've seen both. Would you say this was a a fitting end to the trilogy?
1: I think so. Uh, Like, uh, I I, I might as well just start by saying I really enjoyed this film. Okay. Like, uh, it's... uh, Like, I don't know. Like I think partially because it's just a very carefree, very easygoing film to watch. You don't have to use a lot of uh, brain power or... You know, mm. plot through some serious topics uh, within this film whatsoever. This film is just very lighthearted, And I think that's what Bill intent is. Like, it makes, you know, it just takes things in a very light-hearted way. And if you go into this film just expecting that, I think you would be very happy with this film. So, yeah, and I think
0: that at their heart, they're both very kind, nice characters. So, I mean, they certainly in the first one, infuriating... Uh, is it Ted's father? Um, one of their fathers, by being slackers and and, and yes. all this, but their, their hearts are in the right place. They just want to be excellent to each other, as, as they say. Mm. Um, and I, I, I think they really recaptured that well. Um, Keanu Reeves, I think, is, to me, this is this is his role. You can take your your matrices and your, <laughs> your Constantines and your John Wicks.
1: No one talks about Constantine.
0: No, I don't know why. I don't know why I said Constantine. You can take your. That one he did with Cameron Diaz, I can't remember the title of it. <laughs> um, uh, no, for, for me, he uh, he's been Ted, or whichever one he is, Bill or Ted. Ted, you say, I think. Yes. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, so the some is based around being in therapy with their wives, um, which kind of makes sense, because if you're still the same kind of person that, however well, old they are, 50, I guess, that when, you were, when you were a teenager, hmm. something's not gone quite right. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I had fun with this It, it zips by It's uh, and it all Which is good though
1: Like, I think it needs to be Quite a short film I yeah. think yeah. Um, I, I I do applaud the, the director for cutting it As the, the point Because uh, I, As much as I love Bill and Ted like Their jokes can run thick you know, If it goes on for yeah. a long time yeah. and it can get annoying I think it cuts sh- you know, They stop the film At the right point Where it doesn't Get too long That it becomes annoying
0: yeah yeah I, I think this probably didn't need to be a cinematic film i think i mean it felt like it felt like it belonged on streaming to me really um it's kind of a very easy watch but i'm not sure it, it's not i don't know what the budget was but it doesn't feel like a huge budget blockbuster by any means uh which again it shouldn't be mm. um i do i if i was complaining i'd say it, it has the same drawbacks as the second one where it it but it throws all kinds of weird rules at it rather than making it stripped down and a bit more simple. So all the, all the stuff about the, all of the space and time is going to collapse there's no attempt at any point to explain why that might be <laughs> you know, or, or how a song is going to change that which i guess you you're not looking for too much logic in these things no. but it feels like it's throwing a bit more at it than it needs but
1: there, there are a few cameos as well made by musicians out there um because in this film uh, as well For those uh, who have not seen the trailers um, uh, Their daughters went back in time as well To form the band to help their dads To find the song uh, To write the song And they went back in time mm. to get Some famous uh, musicians in the past Including Yeah,
0: a, an excitingly uh, wide, wide demographic And uh, embracing uh, Group of musicians yes. um, Including So Jimi Hendrix didn't he die when he was twenty seven? I do not.
1: <laughs> the, the
0: guy the guy they've got playing Jimi Hendrix <laughs> I was gonna look this up. Um, he does not uh, <laughs> he does not look like he's twenty seven. <laughs> uh so yeah, they got Jimi Hendrix, they get um Louis Armstrong Satchmo. Louis Armstrong. They get a Chinese flautist.
1: Yes. I can't remember her name either. I didn't write it down.
0: Was she, apparently she's big in Chinese folklore, is yeah, that not big true? In
1: Chinese folklore.
0: She's... Although widely regarded as being male? God.
1: I did not have it.
0: No, I I don't I saw so I said I think they made her female for this film, but maybe maybe you guys maybe there's um different versions, I don't know. Mozart was in it. And then sorry, Mozart was in it. Mozart, of course. I did think when they're going back and well you you did Beethoven last yeah. time, so what are you gonna do this time is uh yeah, nice bit Um Some real life guy that I've never heard of. <laughs> um, I assume he's a real singer. Yes, and
1: that's the thing, though. Like I was, oh, I put on there. It's like, oh, I know that we are old, Colin, because and we are out of touch with current pop culture. Because the guy is yeah. Kid Cuddy, apparently. Kid Cuddy,
0: who I'd never heard. <laughs> I would never. Me mean, neither, yeah, because we are old. <laughs> Although he's older than us, I'm just looking it up now. He's thirty six. Oh,
1: okay. Uh, we we'll find that. So that that's,
0: makes me feel yes. better. Yes. Um, Oh, he's been in Brooklyn 99 apparently. Huh. Anyway, so yeah, I've got to say, I don't know how many people they offered that to before they found someone who said yes. I, I imagine Kid Cuddy is quite a long way down your <laughs> list of real life music stars that you want to I have. I don't
1: meet. know, Colin. Maybe it's something the kids will like to yeah.
0: Maybe. David Grolton. Yes, up. I know. Have heard
1: of him? Uh, from Foo Fighters.
0: Yeah. Um, I was going to look up the how old the guy. So Jimi Hendrix did die at age 27. Daz Man still played him but Dasman man still doesn't have his own wikipedia page so i can't tell you how old uh, he is oh um, was
1: part of
0: the 27 club 27 club yeah um now dasman still is uh it's finding his age is finding su- is is proving surprisingly difficult
1: <laughs> that, that's what they did calling the hit his age in, in anticipation yeah, uh, of this it, he's not
0: he's not had a lot of work he, he's done He's only, been work- only got five credits, and his first one was 2017. Maybe he's younger than I think. Anyway. Um, what did you think of the daughters?
1: Uh, I think they were pretty good. I mean, they're, they're basically the little clones of uh, Bill and Ted, hmm. really. Hmm. I thought, uh, I think Ted's daughter, Billy, was uh, slightly better. Okay. But they're just basically mini-me's.
0: Yeah, and um, I liked them. I thought they were a good addition to the plot line. And at one point, I did wonder whether it was going to be mostly them, almost a kind of handing over the baton, which it didn't really turn out to be. It was probably fairly evenly uh, split. But uh, at times, I did feel it was a little bit um, kind of tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Bill and Ted, uh, a little bit um, just... Almost karaoke acting, <laughs> if that's a, um, but no, I, I did like them. I thought they brought a good good twist to things. Yeah. Uh, the um, the scenes and I don't know how much we're spoiling now, but um, I think, again, it's, um Yeah, well, I think the trailers make clear that death is in it. So, mm. uh, so we see the return of William Sadler as Death, which who again played for last I thought it was quite funny. I thought it was quite funny
1: as well. They've also introduced a new robot. Who's sent back in time yeah, to yes. try and kill Bill and Ted. Um, I can't, I didn't put out who played him in you know world, but no, he, he, was, he funny. was really no, funny. I'm, he's uh, he was very
0: funny, I, maybe less well integrated into the plot than some of the characters, yeah. Definitely, um, if, if, if being from being mean, but uh, he was one of the funnier parts because, yes, he's very apologetic, emotionally insecure.
1: That's what Wikipedia says, yes, <laughs> yes that's true. Yeah, that's his really name mean. is Dennis. Uh, shall we do spoilers then yeah let's do spoilers.
0: Spoilers, spoilers 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 so uh, this this film i think has the most obvious twist of any film i've ever seen <laughs> uh, so it's like bill and ted like it must have been us who played the the song that saved the world or saved all of time and space for us um because look here's this recording it's got our surnames on it also our daughters are in this film and like music <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i guess what's gonna happen
0: so that, that was not, not difficult to um, to predict, uh, but still. So,
1: yeah, for those who are still trying to work out what's happening. Uh, <laughs> There's pieces to In come. the end, um, their daughters uh, will play the song with, along with everyone else in the world, really. Everyone in the in world. In all space and yeah. time. And I was thinking while doing that, saying like, it's not true, though. Getting everyone to play at the same time will not make the kind of sound that comes out from the cinema right now, <laughs> from the sound system no, I mean, right let's be- a good third of the world be asleep. <laughs> they, they would be, but not everyone is musically talented.
0: No, no. Are, are, you, are you? You're a not mu- You play the piano. Don't I do play the piano. I could get my flute out. You see, we'll, we'll we'll be fine. And that's it, really. Although, even then, since the, these great musicians they brought back were struggling to play together in <laughs> harmony at first, until the 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 brilliant. Uh, um, conducting skills of the daughters is that they basically just point at them and they say how about you go do-do-do-do-do <laughs> here we go, this is it yeah, it was it it felt like, um, actually I, I, I do a fair bit of improv these days, and it felt a bit like when you've improvised up and you need a big finish and you can't think of what on earth you're supposed to do to finish a scene, it, it almost felt like they've written themselves into a corner a little bit, it's like what are we going to do now, um, but it's quite a nice way to finish it, it really is, yeah um, I, it, it's not the kind of film you want to think too hard about uh, to, to figure out if it makes any no, sense no uh, Bill
1: and Ted will go into the future to meet various versions of themselves, which is quite mm. fun <laughs> yeah, because the couple of them who has British accents who snuck into uh, Dave Grohl's house <laughs>
0: yeah yes so yes. Uh, Alex Winder who's got a very good British accent or a very funny British accent and Keanu Reeves who it wasn't entirely obvious he was doing a British accent <laughs> no, so. I couldn't figure out what his accent was
1: <laughs> uh,
0: Poor guy. Um, yeah, so it looks like everything's paid off and they're really successful. And it turns out they just broke the Dave Grohl's hostage which was funny. Yes. Yeah, because uh, in the in the storyline of the film, they had become successful musicians, and then quite early on, it's revealed that they had faded away. Oh. Um, yeah, there, there was a slightly there was this weird subplot, which again, I'm not sure it was it was in the kind of the first few seconds of the film, um, where historical characters historical figures were just appearing out of time Yeah. Um, and I must admit when in the first few seconds Jesus suddenly disappeared from the from <laughs> oh top yeah top. <laughs> that what happened what am I what am I watching here am I, am I about to be really offended <laughs> um, didn't you know Colin? <laughs> Um but I must say I'm not it, it was so that in the climax they could have the Eiffel Tower appear in the middle of some of uh, the, the American freeway um, which I'm it's one of those films again that you don't want to think too odd about but how many people died no <laughs> I happen? can't think
1: like that no. no not in Bill and Ted film no one dies in a Bill and Ted film everyone lives <laughs> happily well, ever after
0: do, even if they do go to hell or heaven they can come yeah, back exactly so, so it's not a big deal so it's, a, so it's fine yeah. Uh, but yeah the, the future again the time travel bits it's not entirely clear how uh, it's all supposed to work I, I
1: don't that.
0: think you, you should think, think it, at all about that it makes no sense no, but it, it was funny to see it go off the rails and uh and yeah, the idea being that their wives were thinking of divorcing them and also travelling in time. If I say, if I had some criticisms of this film, and I do have some, I felt maybe there's too much going on. I don't think you needed the wife travelling in time nope. as
1: well. I'm not sure what that achieved. Me neither, because it didn't come to anything, really. Like, I didn't understand... Like, the wives are just a very, very minor subplot and doesn't add to the film whatsoever. Like, we don't understand why... In in the beginning of the film, they were saying that they'll go back into they look in the future and see there's no happy ending with Blue and Ted. Yeah. Um, and then they'll decide to divorce them, and that's why they're separated in the future. But um, there's no way of knowing why the wife suddenly decided that oh we prefer it here. They just come and say oh we prefer it here, and then that's just yeah. ended the plot but for it, no reason. Like it makes no sense. Because at one point
0: they said they've gone to the future and said there's no happy ending, and some, at some another point I'm sure they said they went to parallel universes, which is a whole other thing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, which is no part of the Bill and Ted lore as far as I'm aware um, I think well if you've exhausted that and discovered there's no happy endings why do you think this one will be a happy end I don't know anyway.
1: yeah don't take no so don't take too height. that's what I told myself I was not
0: truthful you're a fan of How I Met Your Mother are you? yeah
1: a bit, at the points
0: yeah okay uh, but I think one of their wives was the Kochak girl from uh, from How I Met Your uh. Mother you who know. uh, was in a couple of episodes uh, anyway I, and I recognised the other wife as well but I couldn't think why from.
1: They've,
0: they've done a few things
1: they've done a few
0: hmm. uh, things the song itself it's alright
1: it's okay uh, I don't think it'll appeal to everyone
0: no even, even I mean uh, if you're a big fan of Chinese flute music uh, you might find the Chinese flute slightly overpowered by the guitars by in the everything in the else <laughs> <laughs> are you a fan of Chinese flute music uh, I've
1: not heard much of it
0: really no. yeah. I'll say I haven't got my flute to hand but I could play a bit of um, British flute music if <laughs> you compare um, and they bring back some drummer from like pre- prehistoric times supposedly the fun.
1: best drummer of all time yeah
0: okay. uh, so I mean all, all in all I think it's a good fun time I think um, it's it's not going to last as long in, in the the memory as the first one uh, but it was nice to see his characters again and I think they to play them all these years later. Uh, at the start of the year, this was my nomination for my the film I was most excited about this year. and I'm not sure it quite hit the levels that uh, that deserved that level of anticipation.
1: Well, <laughs> I enjoyed this film nonetheless, the last, though. It's 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 good. It's good uh, fun, easy watching.
0: Would you say that our our listeners should uh, should don their masks and, and head to the well, cinema? I think they should, cause
1: I was the only one in my screen.
0: Right. Uh, you may have seen I put a picture on Facebook. I, I, at the point I took it, I was the only person. A
1: few more people did. Well, I, so uh, my I was definitely the only person in my screening. Right.
0: <laughs> I think, I'm not sure I've ever seen a film where I was the only person. Uh, I've seen one with there two. Twice. Of
1: this, First one was nonstop, oh. the Chris Pine film. Oh wow!
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Yeah, that's the one. Nonstop is the Liam Neeson in a plane. Thing, oh yes,
1: Ugh, same thing
0: uh I've not seen either of them. The, the in, when there were only two of us—it was on, it was Rogue One, Star Wars Rogue One, on the day of release, and I was like, sh- I mean, in fairness, it, it was like mid morning or something. But I still thought Star Wars on the day of release it would be quite busy. But no, just two of us, mind you, it was probably showing like fifty times that day.
1: Two people, was okay. One person is very creepy.
0: Yeah, I did watch. This is going off of hand, but you're editing, so I want to fuck up the time. um the, the the Matthew Perry sequel, uh, The Whole Ten Yards, I went to watch with two friends um, when, when we were in sixth form. Uh, we just finished exams, I think. And we were the only people in the screening. And uh, one of the employees came, like, opened the door, presumably to do their usual check that no one was there so they could switch it off. And they seemed quite surprised to find that there were people in the screen. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. Ah.
0: It's not a good film. Uh, anyway, that's... Um, that's been said. It's uh, probably not going to save cinema.
1: I hope something um, does that. Yeah. You're be a shame.
0: Well, let's move on to our next segment, Act of Facts, where we talk about the films of a particular actor. And, Zian, you've nominated for our discussion Jodie Foster. I like choosing
1: films where I don't have to speak much about it.
0: Yeah, I see. Um, if I were guessing, I'd say maybe you've seen two Jodie Foster films. <laughs> yeah,
1: one. What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, you might as well have nominated the, the girl who plays Thea in <laughs> yeah. Bill and Ted. You've seen just as many but films. Everyone
1: knows Jodie Foster.
0: Do you think that when you nominate these people, do you think that you've seen more films and then just get surprised later? <laughs> Is that how it works? No,
1: I tend to do that. I, I tend to do it myself. No, I tend to try and balance it out. Sometimes I think there's two male actor heavy so I tend to
0: put like a female actress on okay him, so let's, let's choose an actress that you've seen in a film yeah once. exactly Brilliant.
1: and okay. yeah I've seen her in the Silence of the Lambs
0: which is probably arguably the one that you want to Oscar for so it is arguably the one you want to Oscar <laughs> for well, I, which is the one you want the Oscar for so it's <laughs> arguably,
1: arguably the best film the best film ah okay that's yeah, what, yeah, what I was going to read. but yeah Silence of the Lambs uh, Anthony Hopkins uh, Jodie Foster about Hannibal Lecter and our first film it's
0: one of only Three films, I think, that has won best actor, actress, director, film, and screenplay. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw that on Netflix uh, early this year or late last year. Um, again, I, I don't really watch horror films. And this comes mm. as a horror because there's a serial yeah. killer going about. Um, and it's, it's pretty good, actually. I enjoyed it quite a lot. Uh, it's not as horrifying as I was expecting it to be. I think it gets much worse uh, In the later films When they were together um, Basically it's about uh, Jodie Foster trying to Track a serial killer And he, she enlists the help Of uh, Hannibal Lecter A cannibal mm. Who is uh, locked up in prison
0: I could not watch this I started watching it And I just couldn't get very far I, I find it absolutely horrifying Have you,
1: uh, have you seen any of the films with Serial killers and Have you seen Zodiac Or Seven
0: i've seen zodiac um i've not seen seven although i've read the description um i've read the plot yeah, you probably so it means Z- zodiac isn't isn't particularly horrific it's more kind of the um the procedural, in other ways, But it, or, or looking at the uh, um investigation and the, the impact it has on the people involved which i suppose this is as well yep. but you don't get the kind of horrific detail that you get in this film um there's some um, it's there's some pretty disgusting stuff going on. I kind of know all
1: this disgusting stuff. <laughs> maybe I should
0: have put it in well, I Well, fine. I won't bang on about it. But uh, I, I actually... I watched maybe the first 20 minutes or 30 minutes and then I watched the rest of it in Fast Forward. <laughs> so I've, I've seen it all. Is I it just guess. for this podcast, Colin? Why did I do it? I, I don't know. I, I had it on DVD and I thought, this is a, widely regarded as one of the great films. I should probably watch it. But um, it was a mistake. I, should have it. <laughs> uh, I think I thought it was pretty
1: good, to be fair. So... Yeah, there you go. That's my one and only
0: there Jodie Foster I'm, film. I've if you include that one, which you probably shouldn't, um I've either seen five or six Jodie Foster films. I'll come back to one of those. Um so Taxi Driver, when she was uh, a, a young girl, this was kind of her big break, I guess. Um opposite Robert De Niro, who plays Travis Bickle, um, who is a kind of a, a murderous taxi driver, so he wants to rise up against the system and he also wants he wants to be a hero. Uh he also likes violence. Uh, it's a great performance from from Robert De Niro. Famous. Uh, you looking at me? You talking to yeah. me? You are talking to me? See, yeah. um, Martin Scorsese. It's one of, in that great run of Martin Scorsese Robert De Niro films in the in the seventies, maybe, probably maybe maybe early eighties. Um, Jodie Foster is this kind of I think from memory, um, kind of farmhouse kid. I think he's famous, uh, Who's who's old beyond her years and had a tough tough upbringing. Uh it's well worth a watch, uh if you like Mons is Izzy. Bugsy Malone, which is a strange film I think I've talked about before. He did uh, it
1: this is a part of the quiz. Oh yeah, the Alan Parker yes.
0: quiz, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh it's um it's uh it's a kind of a, a mafia uh shoot 'em up kind of thing, but with kids, so instead of guns they're using uh well, splatter guns I can't really call them now, but uh, it's all custard pies and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. That's uh, so, uh it's it's odd but fun. Uh Maverick, which is uh, a cowboy or Western starring Mel Gibson as Maverick, she's in that. Um which is a comedy. It's a bit over long, but it has some fun bits. Um i w I've got Freaky Friday here, which I think I've seen a long time ago. The oh, original one again. Uh, the original one. Um So yeah, there was was it. Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis one. Uh, Yeah, Jodie Foster was in one, which I think again, I I think I seen many many years ago. We we read the book in school actually, um, which is where first came across it. Uh, But my favourite Jodie Foster film is actually *The Beaver*. uh, Mel Gibson she directed as well. Mel Gibson again uh, was this this kind of suicidal guy who starts talking to a beaver puppet (laughs) on his hand. Uh, it sounds so weird but it, it's one of those, it was Mel Gibson was kind of obviously gone through a lot of uh, very public uh, troubles and, and, and done some stupid things and why have um, and this is almost kind of a mere culpa of a film uh, but it's great supporting cast Joey Foster's in it as well as directing um, Jennifer Lawrence before she got huge uh, Anton Yelchin the late great Anton Yelchin uh, yeah really good uh, I would say check this one out okay and you will be pleasantly surprised uh, what's your favourite Jodie Foster film? Oh, I wonder,
1: <laughs> Could it be The Silence of uh, the
0: Lambs? Silence, which I'm going to have to call my least favourite. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's very good but I just couldn't watch it. So yeah, that's fair. Uh, next time we're doing Look Back at Oscar, um, which is where we look at a Best Picture winning uh, film. And it's going to be Argo, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe you've not seen yet. No, i um, so I'm looking forward to seeing it again because uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, we finish then with our, our segment the quiz where I believe I'm one up for the year but I could be wrong because I keep forgetting um,
1: I'll remind I you of uh, the last quiz Colin where I win okay right
0: good uh, it's about the films of Francis Ford Coppola who you might know as being Nicolas Cage's uncle yes um, here we go Zijan. Um which of his films question one uh, was nominated for the 1974 best picture Oscar but lost to the Godfather part two
1: Oh, yeah, had Oh. yeah. two films out then. I didn't realise that. Apparently so. Apparently so. Is it the conversation? It is the conversation. Pulled out of the bag. Why well, <laughs> are well, you always not so surprised when I know this kind of stuff? I, I do um, Wikipedia well, research you, as well as you do.
0: Well, just because you started off the question not seeming to know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: question one Which two films of Francis Ford Coppola won the Palm d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival? Ooh.
0: Um I'm I have no idea. I'm gonna say uh no, I'm gonna say the conversation, why not? Uh and Apocalypse Now.
1: That's correct. See you really? can do the same thing.
0: I can. <laughs> that was surprising. Um uh which Welsh actor played Van Helsing in his uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula? Ah uh,
1: you see that I remember there was one film that I did on Wikipedia about and that's Van Helsing. Uh I went ah uh. That was uh, Dracula. I know like some of the... I know Tom Cruise was in the film so I'm going go to go with Tom Cruise. Okay. Do you want me to repeat the
0: question? Which Welsh oh. actor <laughs> played Van Helsing in Brown Stoker's? <laughs> isn't Tom Cruise Welsh? <laughs> Tom Cruise isn't Welsh and also wasn't in that film. Okay.
1: What Welsh actor do I know? Ah. <laughs> this, may, this may offend more people now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Let's go for Reese iPhone.
0: Oh he is he, is, he is Welsh, but um Anthony Hopkins.
1: Ah see wow, well, good. I always forget Anthony Hopkins. Think is Welsh. Of, you might be
0: thinking of interview with a vampire with Tom Cruises. Oh yeah,
1: see, more confusion.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, question two. What are the names of the three blood related Collion sons? Ooh, that's a good question.
0: Um Michael? Uh-huh. Frido. Yep. Ooh. And I don't know the third, so I'm going to have to make up an Italian American name. Um, I should know this, though. Sonia? Yep.
1: How and you call me out for putting line? out things on her bag. Like.
0: Yeah. No, I have seen The Godfather, <laughs> but quite a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, question three. About which 1996 film did Francis Ford Coppola say, I know I should be ashamed of it, but I'm not. I don't know why everyone hated it so much? It's
1: the 1996 film. Uh oh, man I don't know this Is this The Godfather 3?
0: It's not I, I deliberately said 1996 to try and help you not say that because uh, right That's the thing uh, It's Jack
1: oh, That's the one with Robin Williams That's the one uh-huh. yeah. uh, Question 3 for you Which actor played three different characters in the three Godfather films? Ooh. They played a different one in each of them
0: I had no idea anyone had done that. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> you gonna put this out again, Colin? <laughs> I, let's let's see if I can pull this out of the bag. Um, so I can try. I'm trying to think. The, the only people I can think of who were in these films would clearly pl- not be playing different characters, unless it's Diane Lane. That's what I'm going for. No,
1: yep, it's Sofia Coppola. Ah, of course, she was a baby. Of um, one of the... I think the the son, she played the son of, uh, uh, she played a random. The son? No, she did, she played, because the the baby was a boy. Because baby, all right, interesting. And then she was a random person in the second film, and she was obviously the daughter of Michael Collier in the last Godfather film.
0: That was gettable, that was gettable. Um, Which of his films is based on a John Grisham novel? Uh, I just saw this.
1: It's annoying me because I forgot all of this already because you chose the <laughs> director with so many films Colin
0: I did uh, although I'm mostly asking about films I've seen including this one it's in my, it's in my DVD collection do you? yeah I know
1: I should know this as well because I remember reading about this because the name of it um, oh. the Rainmakers
0: I'll give it to you it's The Rainmaker but yeah good close yes. good work uh, because
1: I I remember this very clearly because I had to look up why the new film was called The Rainmaker in case of trying to come up with a question for it alright I've seen it but I
0: can't actually remember why
1: it's called <laughs> um, that. because it's, it's a term for a lawyer trying to cause a public scene like a rainmaker trying to call rain mm, okay so mm. the right. film. Um, question for which film of Francis Ford Coppola's films features the gangs the greasers and the socials Hmm. is it the outsiders? Yeah, it
0: is the outsiders, yeah. Uh here's an outsiders question for you. Really you watch this anyway, uh right? well, uh no, it's three three two at the moment, so you could you could you could draw. Um Which of these actors did not appear in The Outsiders? Okay. Uh here's your here's your list. Uh Tom they're in alphabetical order of surname. Um Tom <laughs> Cruise, Johnny Depp, Matt Dillon, Emilio Estevez, Rob Lowe, Ralph matteo Patrick Swayze. It's Johnny Depp. That list it's Johnny, again. Depp. It's Johnny Depp. It's Johnny Depp. Oh, fine. Okay, straight in there. Good <laughs> work. Yes, it is Johnny. Depp. Uh, for some reason, I always thought Johnny Depp wasn't it, despite the fact I've seen it. So, but clearly, I'm the only person.
1: So, uh, question five for your last question is: name the two musical films directed by Francis Ford Coppola. He did musical. Yeah, he did musical films. <laughs>
0: Wow. Um I don't think I'm gonna pull this one out unless it's gonna go really well here. Um uh, No, I can't even think of one. Um song I've to just did he do <laughs> Oklahoma and South Pacific.
1: He Did Finian's Rainbow and One right. from the Heart. They're both musical films. I, you
0: can go that. Good lord. All right. Fine. Uh I mean it's a draw Zijan. three all in that quiz. Um uh, what are we quizzing on next time? So,
1: I was going to say, let's keep it in the family and okay. do the films of Sofia Coppola, but I think we did that before. Have we? Um, I don't know. Maybe you have. Wait, if, Maybe. if not, I have a backup. You can let me know. You can just message me when you've found okay. out whether we've done it before. I've got a backup for this.
0: Why not? Well, I'll put Sofia Coppola down. I don't think we've done it. I don't think we've done it. Um, or what's our main topic next time? We Julian?
1: are doing... Um, what we've done before which is a recasting but this time we are recasting the x-men series so how many Mm. characters are recasting colin because x-men series is a lot a lot a lot
0: um maybe we'll have to just i i I was thinking probably just the the main ones from the previous iteration so you kind of wolverine storm cyclops rogue Jean gray magneto professor x and stop there uh
1: Is that all the main ones? We can discuss this offline. We
0: can we can figure it out. Uh, we've got an hour to fill, so maybe we'll. But once we start um recasting, um, hey, you remember that guy? Remember Juggernaut? Let's recast Juggernaut. No, let's not recast Juggernaut. Let's do Bob. <laughs> no blob. Is it the blob? blob? Yes. Not Bob. Let's recast Gambit. Anyway, uh, that's what we're doing. If you want to let us know who you um, have in mind for any recasting, let us know at c to movies on Twitter or c 2 Movies at com. We'd be interested to know what you're thinking. This is actually, unlike our other recasting uh, efforts, this is actually um, something that's genuinely going to happen now that Disney owns these oh. things. So it uh, be interesting to see what, where they end up. And we'll see you then. Bye.